too much because i just want to talk about spider-man so let's jump right into things let's keep our minds busy um i might might never blink again my brain hurts from watching that movie (laughs) let's uh let's start off by saying hi to our friends and thanking our friends in the neighborhood and yes in the community not just the neighborhood um so let's get started all right like to thank uh, our, our guys, our, our homies, uh, Justin at the uh, Big Country. Um, you know, he's our guy. He's helped us out much of this year. And pretty, at uh, another week or so, we're going to have like a roundup show, year review and that. So we're going to go over a bunch of stuff throughout the year and, and that. So he'll, he'll be mentioned a few times there. And our friends from the Tags group, the things are getting sketchy. I, they should be having a show this weekend. Uh, I also saw they just did an announcement coming up for, you know, book your night off for the, I think it's a January 15th, a Saturday. So. The 15th or the 16th? Yeah, you know, it's something about shell shocking. So I, I'm pretty sure that might have some kind of turtle relation there. And the guys from 204 Comics, uh, they, they're always helping us out there. They get our, our whatever we, you know, special request or if there's uh, no polls that we want that are either... Again, special requests or things that have come by or past stuff, they're great. They got an awesome uh, pull system for you know, discounts. Mm-hmm. I, I use their online pull system quite a bit too, so you don't have to talk to Bobby and Ashley as much because that's kind of a pain in the butt once in a while. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, everyone. You sound like Bobby now. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, everyone's in pretty good spirits because it's, you know, big Spider Man day. But, uh, what do you want? Do you want to do comics first? Do you want to do announce our announcements first? Or kind of review stuff that we went over? Or? Let's do comics first. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll do comics first. Sure. And then we'll get into the other stuff after. Okay. So first up, um, I feel like we just covered this book. Like literally just covered it. Yeah, it didn't seem too long ago. Like it almost felt just two weeks. And that's I- the the new Hulk series. Donny Cates, art by Ryan Otley. How are you feeling about this one? I like the art. Yeah, the art's good. Um, <laughs> we can agree on that. Uh, how do you feel about the story? I don't like this story. It's kind of dumb. Yeah. I don't like how it's... Inside out, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's I just don't like it. I don't know if it's going to get better or not, but they got Donny Cates has turned the Hulk into like a spaceship. He's going through dimensions and stuff. And I don't even know where he's. He, yeah, is he in space? Is he inter, they say interdimensional. So know. it's kind of, I don't know there. I, I'm not liking it. No. Um, he's still the Hulk, but he's at the same time he's a spaceship. So I don't know how that works. Because if he, he gets, you no, know, if he gets unmattered every turns nope. into, he and turns into regular, way. uh, regular Hulk or Bruce Banner so I don't think too many people are liking this so far but again I, I can't uh, you know I can't do what I always preach I, mean, I always say you gotta give you know, a new story three or four issues right yeah I mean I don't know that we'll be covering the third one no I'll probably check it out but I don't know if I'll cover it unless I feel like some reason to recover it but. yeah yeah um, but there were some neat shots in it 
Yeah, the art's good. Uh, like you, you get some really beat up looking, torn to pieces Wolverine, and it that looked good. Yeah. But story wise, just really weird. And it, you can see on the cover, like that's sort of, you know, he's in his head, but he's not really in his head because you see inside his smashed visor, and it's still just the Hulk. Yeah, I don't get it. It's silly. It's it's weird. Um, that's all we've got for Marvel stuff this week. There wasn't a ton. No, it's, it's it's the end of the year, so Christmas stuff. For, yeah, I, mean, I think kinda, it's overall this week, there's not a whole lot. Yeah, um, and what is out is really good, though, besides that one. That was probably yeah. my, that's our, both our book of the week, would you say? Yeah, oh yeah, where's my little guy here? There he is. Yeah, I would say that's definitely our book. That would be my book of the week. There it is. Wah, wah. Here, put him inside the eyeball. You might as well. So it would fit the story just as much. There he goes. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Book of the week. Yeah, I don't like that one. Um, but our next one is pretty good. Yep. And we like the the last issue they had of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Robin and Batman. Right. Uh, one of probably half of the books this week, it feels like, done by Jeff Lemire. Yep. Uh, I think this one is my top book of the week, my favorite. Mine as well. Uh, between the art and between the storytelling. Yeah, you get a nice little Young Justice, Teen Titans kind of adventure midway through the book. Yeah, and they all look great. They all interact great, and come the end, um, you know, it's Batman got, always has a purpose for something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It, there's a there's a Batman, you know, kind of dishonest twist at the end there that really makes this book stand out, and that's the whole Jeff Lemire part to it. Uh, much like uh, Cullen Bunn, who's on this list later on, mm-hmm. one of our favorites in, in Tinian. So uh, that's another thing we're going to have coming up on our review, kind of in the review, year in review shows, our you know, favorite writers of the year and our favorite books of the year. So uh, everybody who wants, you know, throw, feel free to throw your comments in. You guys were part of this as much as we were all year. So let's hear what you think for comments on writers and stories and you know, uh, books of the year, artists of the year too, whatever. Yeah. Uh, now back to this. Uh, yeah, I really like this book. I like I like how it's a little bit different twist on uh, on the whole Robin Year One kind of saga. Um, I like the art in here too. I I, I like Dustin Nagin. Uh, I probably said that wrong. Isn't it Nagin? Nagin Nagin. Um, and also, um, I'm a kind of a, a sucker for watercolors lately. Yeah, you know, and that's a watercolor cover, and I'm. Um, I had to check that it wasn't Jeff Lemire doing this as well, because it does remind me of some other artwork nope. he does. He he's doing that for May's book, and that's mm-hmm. one of our other books on here later on. Um, ready for the next book? I am. So, how did you feel about this one, uh, Batgirls? At number first, one. I didn't start off liking it, but by halfway through, I, I ended up liking it. Really? Yeah. Uh, I was the other way around. I thought, okay, this is interesting, and then by probably. We yeah, are about halfway through. I, I switched and I was like, you know what, I'm I'm not interested in this. I wasn't a huge fan of the artwork. Uh I don't I don't care really for the characters either. Mm-hmm. Uh and maybe that's why I, I didn't like it going further on, is just I don't really care for these characters that yeah, much. You don't like the extended Batman family as I much really where, don't where I do. Nightwing, I like Nightwing. Yeah. I'm not a huge red hood guy. He's cool, but that's I about like it. I, I don't care for spoiler too much. They made her kind of too Valley Girl like in here, which is really mm. silly because she's in like she's super smart. It's like what they did with Batgirl yeah. years back and yeah. made her a social media yeah icon. And, thing. and I like uh, Batgirl in here. I always like Sandra Kane. Uh, she's a pretty cool character. Yeah. And what I what I like uh, this is from um, 
uh, Becky Cloonan and, and Michael W. Conrad's doing the writing. So Becky Cloonan's obviously the, um, the, 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 I won't say the kitty, but the younger aspect for it, the writer. And you got Jorge Corona doing the art. And I didn't care for the art too, too much, but I did like the, um, uh, yeah, for sure. I do like the, um, <laughs> Thought about it last minute, but it, but I do like how the art is okay because it kind of relates to oh. the story a little bit. So what you got here is it, it's a fun book, and it's not to be you know too it's not too kid like because even says on the cover they're for thirteen plus, which I I thought that was good too. Um, but what I what what it kind of feels like to me, and I was a big fan of this series when it was out, and I know a lot of people were, was the Super Sun series with Robin and John Kent. But then I can't do that now because John Kent's been aged up or whatever, right? Yeah. So uh, that's really cool because you kind of get this feel from it. And at first I didn't think it was going to feel like that, and then halfway through it did feel like that. So it is serious enough that it's not kid-like, but um, it kind of gives you that super, the Super Sun's feel. So I kind of like that. Yeah, and that was a good series too. It was actually. a very good series. Yeah. I think that was a Tom Taylor series. I don't I know how many people actually read that one. No, lots of people did. That's, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of backlash when that got when they aged up uh, Super like mm -hmm. Superboy because of that. Hmm. Yeah, I again, art was nothing uh, spectacular in this one. I don't think. Mm -hmm. um, it's more that weird art that I'm not liking in some of those other indie books we cover. Yeah. Which are a little bit more punky, I guess. Well, I think it's a little bit like more, has more of that uh, anime influence to it, for sure. Oh, it, it and, could be that as well. And also, too, the, this is it continues on from the end of the uh, Future State storyline in the Batman books, yeah. where the, uh, you know, the three of them, uh, Batgirl, uh, Spoiler, and Babs, Barbara Gordon, are all kind of on the run they're wanted from the fallout from um the future state mm -hmm. and they can't they can't use anything no high-tech or smart devices because they're they can be tracked that way from their the seer which is like that evil oracle person yeah so they're on the you know hiding out in uh, the down low everywhere you know going back to the old school things of walkie talkies and, and uh, stuff like that so it's kind of cool and burner phones so I, i'm curious to see where it goes <clears throat> it probably won't be good but no, and I don't know if this one mm, is, is it a limited series. I know that Robin Batman has one more issue. It's only three issues. I think this is three issues as well, but yeah. I could be wrong on that. Okay. I don't mind a three issue series. No, well, and I think that Batman Robin is a larger book. Yeah. Well, yeah, those are forty two pages. Yeah, they're they're bigger books. Yeah. Uh, next up is Heathens, and for some reason, I couldn't get a picture with the trade dressing on it. That's all right. But I believe it's Aftershock, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Heathens. Cullen Bunn. A really good series. Oh, and he and it's also uh, Heath uh, Amadio. He does the writing with Cullen Bunn. Mm -hmm. And then you got uh, Sammy Cavallo doing art. Now you can go. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, I always um, like to talk about who, who creates it first. It It's a really good series. I've been really enjoying it. Yeah, you like this um, one more than the other Aftershock one, uh, Seven Swords. Seven Swords, which yeah. Which is kind of similar. Which it, it is. It's a it's a very similar thing. But I don't know. This one, I think, because it's more um, like multiple, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't I'm, I don't have the words right now for it. Well, in the in that Seven Swords one, it's the, all these more characters, but they're brought flavor? together. Flavor? Yeah. This, the other ones are all swordsmen. Yeah. Where this one here, it's it's uh, agents from hell, like famous people we know from Agents of Hell, who've been picked to um, create a team that 
to go after people like uh, souls and, and stuff uh, who've kept um, escaped from hell. So they're basically hell's bounty hunters. And you got, I know, some pretty badass people, and they're like Billy the Kid and um, Bugsy Johnson and uh, Lucky Luciano. And uh, that I forget who that badass girl pirate, I forget what her name is. And, but yeah, so you got all those characters. Anne Bonnie? No, there's like, uh, her name is like Shia or something like that because she's uh, Asian. Yeah, that's I, what it I is. can't remember their names. I got most of them there. So that's what it is. It's uh, The story continues on. It's a group of, uh, like I said, supernatural uh, people from hell are you know, selected to gather up these rogue spirits. And you get more. This issue is more backgrounds on each of the individual people, kind of like individual flashbacks throughout the, the issue yeah. while they're dealing with the problem at hand. And um, I like the art in here. It's kind of like uh, pre-code horror stuff or like pre-code... Um, detective stuff but just a little bit more sharper a little bit more you know modern like but has that definite pre-code hover feel to it yeah I, I could see that yeah but i'm enjoying it i really like this aftershock book and uh one thing i will mention too is um the other day there we showed pictures of uh andre uh, muti doing uh signings at the uh c2e2 at the aftershock uh table there and he did the cut one of the um uh, variant covers for not variant but uh, ratio covers the for on the table. Yeah, one of the ratio covers for that Heathens number one. And again, like I was saying like earlier about uh, watercolor stuff, he does amazing watercolor stuff. So, um, the next little while, we're probably gonna I won't say for sure, for sure, because I don't want to jinx anything, but it's a good chance we will be able to get him on the show for an interview. So, that'll be interesting. We haven't talked to an actual artist, we've talked to writers so far, so it'll be interesting to get an artist taken. Again, I really like his stuff, and we've said that even before the the you know, chance of meeting him. How we like his his painting stuff, like Maniac from New York and Heathens, yeah. and those bunny mask covers. We'll see what happens. Um, there's lots coming in the new year. Yeah, another. Well, I'll save it for later. I'm going to talk about more stuff. Um, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, next up is it seems like a lot of our favorite books are out this week, yeah. and I don't know if they're just trying to get you know finish on a strong note because i think the next two weeks i don't think there's really a whole lot coming I don't think so. uh but that's primordial issue number three we four. Now? four yeah and i thought this was the last issue but it's not no i'm i'm really liking this series this and is... i wish they would focus on the humans less because the animals i mean this issue is mainly the animals i was gonna say there's barely a page and of humans. this has been one of my favorite issues so far this is one of my favorite books of the year yeah i would agree with that yeah and again this is another one that does that that uh watercolor painting target that andrea sarantino but again we said he's been one of our one of our favorite artists all year as well too yeah and again oh, yeah. jeff lemire uh again so just in case anyone hasn't watched our show and if that's not you know if you haven't shame on you here's a. Uh, you got you got the astronaut animals like you know so which happened in real you know the monkeys and the the dog that got cosmo dogs up, yeah, cosmo got, chimps co yeah got sent up to space and in in our reality they all came back down or whatever oh that's the second time I caught myself saying that and <laughs> so then uh, they all came back down to Earth and and we continued on our space programs but on this universe or this story uh, the the animals disappeared. They said they blew up. Well, they disappeared for real, too. <laughs> yeah, but they, they said they blew up in an accident, and then they stopped the space programs. Well, and then uh, 
then these people are like X-Files type of people where they're trying to, um, you know, bring the truth out in that. But what's going on is we see that these animals weren't, you know, blown up. They kind of did like uh, interstellar and they got sucked through like a, you know, interdimensional black hole. And they've been having, uh, you know, um, you know, something going on on the other side. So what happens here in this issue is more of the same. You got the animals, they're trying to find their way back and they do find their way back. Uh, but on their way back, they kind of get um, uh, lost in space, type of thing. Something happened. Yeah, they have a little malfunction. Yeah, and on they their got off course and stuff like that. And, um, and and, and they kind of have to go into like you know, uh, you no know, syro or you know, frozen sleep or whatever to you know stay alive because they're off course. And then you find out that um, back on Earth, and again, like you said, it's the '60s there, and they've shut down the space program. And they send out one last message out to space to try and know, because they think that they, they know what's going on, that they know the animals aren't dead. Well, as you see at the end of the issue, that this you know, space message just kind of floats in space for like 60 years, and it picks up in our time now. 2024. Yeah, from 1962. And then the, the animals hear this pinging, and, or I guess the, the ship hears this pinging, and then the animals start to wake up. Yeah. And I thought this, again, was supposed to be the last issue as well, too, and I guess it's not. So I guess we're going to find out now what happens like 60 years later and these animals wake up and now they're back in Earth's orbit. So, you know, another weird you know, Jeff Lemire writing, which is so awesome. So Yeah, it makes me wonder if... Oh, this is these... the image. I forgot to say that. Yeah. yeah. No, I've got the image banner up. I know, but it's always good to... Um, I'm not sure if when they come back, if these animals will continue with their heightened intelligence yeah. and, or if they'll go back to being regular animals. Right. So who knows how long this series is going to be? I again, I thought this one was maybe it's six issues. It must be. Um, but who knows? I, this is one that I'm glad is going on longer than I expected. Yeah, amazing artwork all the time. Such good artwork. I love the psychedelic. Yeah, art. that's one thing we we had mentioned in other <clears throat> issues of this series is that um, there's like multiple different styles of your uh, artwork. Oh yeah, because they're like they're like they go through like you said altered dimensions, like traveling through uh, interstellar type stuff. So that's what's kind of cool here. And the one guy does all those, the one guy does all those the different styles, which we always yeah. thought was kind of amazing to do that. Cool. I'd like to mention that again because that's what I appreciate about this book too. Cool. Um, I think our final image book. Let's skip right ahead here. Yeah. Oh, I, I split those up by accident. Uh, our final image book we've got is Newburn, issue number two. Chip Zdarsky. I don't remember how I felt about the first one. I thought I enjoyed it. Yeah, you did. Um, but I didn't quite enjoy this one. Oh, really? Yeah, I like the artwork. It does remind me a lot of how uh, the characters are drawn in Firepower. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's good art. It, it lends itself well to... Uh, being made into something animated or whatever, um, but I maybe it's because I don't remember the previous issue very well or it's what. Just like this, uh, but I didn't. I didn't really like this one quite as much. I like it. Uh, this one here, you got Chip Zdarsky and writing and Jacob Phillips doing the art. And what I like about this one is again one of my favorite artists all year has been Chip Zdarsky. He's been uh, killing it in multiple books, you no know, Daredevil, and now he's doing the Devil's Reign. Mm -hmm. um, Newburn is is it Newburn is a guy, and he can you know continues investigating. Um, he's like a fixer, but he's uh, but he's a former cop and he investigates things for for the mob, and he does it for all the mobs. So he's kind of like untouchable. So um, 
that, you know, that's basically what it is now. So he's been doing investigating of a murder, and the chick on the cover kind of gets uh, involved in it, and she ends up, you know, starting to uh, become, like, his apprentice, kind of, which is going to help him out and stuff like that. Yeah, so he's involved in this. He's got he's trying to figure out some things for the mob, and um, you know, it, as many as as friends as he has and favors in the world, he's got enemies because the guys that he does favors and stuff for are, are the mob, like I said. So eventually, it's gonna catch up with him. Yeah. I like that. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it it still it was enjoyable. I just remember liking the first one a lot more, and I, reading this, I couldn't remember quite why I liked it so much. Um, I think our but next... But that's better than dislike, knowing you disliked it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, our next book, I think, is our final Jeff Lemire book. Hmm. Um, who knows? He's got quite a few, eh? Yeah. Um, that's May's book. Number, what do we have? Four? Yeah. Yeah, number four. And again, I thought this was the final issue, too, and it's not. No, I think this one has five or six. Well, it must be, because this is not the end. Well, yes, I... I yes. <laughs> Um, I really like the covers for this series. Yeah, this is this is done by Lemire, uh, doing the art and the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Lemire's artwork again here too. Again, another kick. Like I said, can't get over it. Is the uh, watercolor stuff here too? Mm -hmm. uh, another one that I like is like Shane Mack. You know, another guy like that doing with uh, all the Echo covers for the oh, yes. Daredevil stuff. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. That's and only something I've started liking recently. The, what, the watercolor stuff? The last stuff? six to eight months. Mm -hmm. It's really cool seeing watercolor like that. Um, but yeah, it, we're going further along the story here. Uh, the artwork inside is exactly the same, except yeah. there's even less color. And it's very uh, grays and blues, and I call it melancholy art. And that's totally the, the feel you're supposed to get. Because the, the fellow there in the center, uh, Walter? William? Bill? William. William, yeah. He's uh, he, he has a horrible life. He, he lost a daughter to, to sickness, and he's been lost ever since she passed. And he thinks he sees, and he thinks he can find her that's lost in a maze. And he, had, you know, he finds this kind of mythical maze that his daughter was always like, involved with. She loved puzzle books and that. And he kind of thinks that the maze is uh, an overlay of the city. I don't know if it's New York. They make it seem like New York, but it could be anywhere. It could be or anywhere. Or Chicago or something. Yeah. And then... Uh, and he always, and in, throughout this whole book, it's you see a red line, and the red line is supposed to represent the the red marker, the red pen that the little girl always used for markers. And he's following that. He has a tattoo on his arm that kind of represents the, the the real and the yep. uh, like, you know, astra plane or wherever it comes. Um, he's found like this magical entrance in the last issue to get into like what seemed to be like this dream world in that, and he found the talking dog, which was his neighbor's dog, and. So then now he's going to be like the guide, and we thought, okay, now this is going to be like this labyrinth type of thing, uh, the old David Bowie movie. But when you start off in this book here, it's it's still the same thing. It's all melancholy color and that, and he's back in the alley where he disappeared to go into this magical world, and, but now the dog is there talking to him. And it's like this this world is is not the magical world that he thought it was. It's actually the real world, and that's just the way his mind was trying to process it, I guess, is the best way to put it. Yeah. So now he has this magical map in his arm to get through the real world, and it still has magical aspects to it because there's, like, the talking dog and there's other stuff that shows up in there. And Yeah, it, it seems like 
the, his dream world and his real world are colliding more and more with each issue. Yeah. And we talk about that red ribbon that, you know, it's her sweater and yeah. red is just associated with the daughter. Yeah. And it's seeming more that this red color and this red string in particular is, I think is symbolizing his, his madness, right? And the more he follows it, the deeper and deeper he delves into that. Yeah. Because by the end of this, he runs into what is only described as a demon. No, no. What could is like his, oh, his inner demon. Yeah, but you missed. That's that's my interpretation of it. Yeah, but you missed the the what the real um, metaphor of that demon is. He's in a maze, and that's the minotaur. This, 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 yeah, the yeah. Minotaur. No, I know. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, if we're looking at it, you yeah, know, know, from yeah, that the minotaur is blocking him. It's his obstacle. Yeah. So yeah, we don't know if that's real or if that's like the mythical part. So again, another Jeff Lemire book that's left us, you know, wanting to see the next issue, no matter what. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, next up, another one from Dark Horse, mm -hmm. and that's Cloaked. Yeah, this one is kind of interesting. This one is interesting. It's well, yeah, it's Batman as the Punisher, but. It's not quite just that. No. Um, it's better just to describe it what it is instead of trying to make a comparison. But that's that what the got, character is. I know. You got Mike Richardson doing the writing and uh, I'll probably say this wrong. Uh, Jordy Armong... Oh, right. Jordy Armongal doing the uh, art. And what it is is uh, you got um, you got the richest man in the world and he hires a uh, a former... Uh, cop now he's a PI and he's been like nobody likes him he's been like discredited and stuff like that stuff like that and, and uh, he hires him to find out what happened to this uh, you know, cloak character and uh, he, he like Harry said he, he's a Batman type of character but he is very uh, he's a total vigilante he just you no know, kills he doesn't um, you know, leave any um, criminals alive behind he just takes them out as much as possible and he wants to he disappeared 25 years ago and he wants to figure out you know his identity and where he's been the last 25 years and mm -hmm. the only reason he tells him why he wants to do it is because he wants to thank him because he said he i guess he rescued him at some point many years ago yeah i also think there's something more to that because it just seems yeah. a little suspicious so yeah um i also think that maybe maybe that old guy that hired him is also the the the, the cloak guy. I think it could be him, and he's looking for a, like, a successor or something. Yeah, that's now. what I was thinking. Yeah, I oh, got cloak. I got Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, kind of vibe that's, from it. Okay, um, but you, yeah, you can't and, you can't not compare this guy to Batman. Oh, but he even he, has his yeah. own Joker character. Yeah, but that's it. That's just like the cliche. Like that's like the the trope is supposed to be. You know, like Batman's yeah. a trope nowadays. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it's about. You know that. He wants to find out. Oh, and how it works out is the 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 PI guy goes and interviews uh, a you know, a grown up version of his former Robin, and the guy you know has you know kind of cashed in and you know spread some books and stuff like that about it. <laughs> and he's uh no he's made a life off that. So he but he's no he's hit hard times and because of drugs and. Nobody just wants to hear these stories anymore. So he goes and interviews this guy and actually finds out that all the stories were made up. And what really happened all those times is the, this cloak guy wasn't uh, using this guy, this kid as a um, no Robin type. He was basically using him as a bait and a decoy. He would just you know, pick him up, give him 20 bucks and send him into the, 
as a distraction into like the the crime area and then when the only marginally better than another caped crusader yeah and then he (laughs) as soon as everybody got distracted by that he would jump in and kill them all so i mean and and then then he would just drop them off and then he ended up taking the credit for it all after he disappeared so it has it's a little bit of uh you know definitely it's no miller verse type twists on stuff and that so we'll see where it goes oh that's number four and uh, you said see where it goes i said stuff like that oh though. i didn't hear that yeah so i tune it out now i know you did so yeah enjoyable we'll see where it goes um yeah and so our next book is probably my least favorite book this week and i thought the hulk one was oh that's true hulk's pretty close mm-hmm. hulk is pretty close and i don't remember if we did the first of oswald we did yeah and it's oswald's body if we did the first one i don't think i read it you might have missed that one that week because we couldn't uh, the oh, storm or something. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so from Boom, from Boom, and yeah, it, I normally like a lot of stuff that comes out of Boom, but yes, this... you got Christopher Cantwell writing, and then you got uh, Luca Casagodilia doing the uh, art. Um, I love the covers on this one. I love how it has like that whole uh, Department of Truth X Files. Oh, I do it. remember the first issue now. Yeah, it's yeah, looking it up from a grave or something. No, right? walk into like a subway, down a subway, into a subway entrance, and it's all was blocked it stairs? up. Stairs. Yeah, stairway yeah. case. Yeah. yeah. And I like how it's like all redacted and stuff. Yeah. Um, and what it is here is at the end of the last book, or what happened in the last book was, you had a guy that was putting together a team of people, each with special skills, kind of like Ocean's Eleven, but not Eleven. Uh, of of guys to do something involved with the assassination of Kennedy, but, but this is in their time, so it's in real life type of thing. Um, it, it ended with them getting together in that, and now this book kind of has more of them like doing stuff for a mission and that. But it doesn't really make much sense to me, and I usually can have not too much of a hard time figuring out stuff. But I I just couldn't really figure out things this time. Had a little bit harder time. Um, I'm gonna try and you know, read the third one. Know, again to see if it kind of pieces all together i just got a little confused um maybe that's to fit with the theme of, you know redacted yeah the it, stuff they meant to feel like you're missing a bit of it it could be missing yeah a piece of it yeah so that's why i said i think i might need to read I the third really issue that way i think i might need to read the third issue and i think this might be a book that's uh better off read like in one sitting like all the issues all at once in type of thing or something yeah, yeah just so you yeah. can because it's Pieces of it are confusing, but all together it's like a puzzle. It makes more sense. So that's the only that's the only thing I thought was a, a little off about this one. I guess you count that the same thing, really. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, like I said, I think, or like you had said, it might be better all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it it feels like you're just missing something, and maybe that's intentional. Could now be. looking back on it, that yeah, it's being conspiracy and you don't know what's going on. And... Yeah. At the end of this one, uh, Kenny does get shot, but you're thinking, well, I thought they had something to do with that. But, you know, they were kind of not involved in it, it seemed like. So, yeah, very confusing. Okay. It might be, yeah, it might be, like I said, just worth the read again. Just some books. When, yeah, when they're done, yeah. maybe. Um, well, let's talk about Hawkeye. It's, uh... Well, let's address one thing first. What? We went and saw Spider-Man. I have a thing for Spider-Man. Here, okay. Don't worry. We'll talk about Hawkeye. Okay. Okay. Um, 
another and I, I don't know if it's just this series it doesn't seem quite as action-packed as some of the previous ones whether it's loki or winter soldier or wandavision there's not as much action well not as much as winter soldier for sure but i didn't but, find loki had a bunch of action eh, it was it, i guess not no but this one it feels like it's a lot of character interaction mm -hmm. and a lot of uh, world building i guess mm -hmm. rebuilding that street idea of a street level hero mm -hmm. and i'm i'm really enjoying this series and this episode is much like the previous one not a ton of action a lot of discussion a lot of um character bonding i don't yeah character bonding and, and that's the one thing i will say i don't uh I wasn't a huge fan of the Black Widow movie, and I don't really care for the Russian Black Widow. Or not the Russian, I guess they're all Russian. But the uh, the blonde... Yelena. The, Yelena, that's in this one issue, or this episode. And... Maybe we do that backwards. We say issue on shows and episode on comics. Yep. And this is uh, one where I, I she was... If she wasn't a Black Widow, I would say it's an okay character. But if she wasn't a Black Widow, then she wouldn't be on the show then, right? She would just, when it makes sense. But I, yeah, I don't care for her as a Black Widow. I don't think she is technically a Black Widow. Yeah, they are. They're all Black Widows. I know, but the idea of that they're Black Widows is sort of what the point of the Black Widow movie was, is doing away with that program. She's in the show, and they call her Black Widow, so it why do you gotta argue? It calls her a Black Widow assassin. Mm -hmm. so either way, that's that's pretty much a Black Widow. Yeah. Okay. He could be assuming that it's still, you know, from what he knows about Natasha's past, not realizing that they're going around fixing that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's a really nice scene between Kate Bishop and uh, Yelena Bol... Is it Bolov? Or Bolinov? Something that like that. Um, and that's interesting. And she, she, it's a lot like the banter you see in the Black Widow movie between her and, um, Natasha. Nat well, Natasha, I was just thinking David Harbour, um, Red oh, Guardian. Yeah. Sort of that, like, goofy, nonchalant. And that's fun because it works really well with Kate's character. Um, and not a whole lot of other stuff happens. We get, do get a confrontation between, uh, Clint as Ronan and Echo. And that that is good. Nothing too major happens there. He's just sort of saying like, "Hey, let's drop this. Uh, like, I'm done being Ronin. And by the way, I really only killed your dad because they were set up, and I was told that I was there by your boss, or by yeah, your boss, his boss at the time." Um, there's a there's a, a rat. Yeah. So we'll throw this up. Spoiler alert. And because everyone's talking about it already anyway, but uh, it was confirmed. It there was, was there was so many references in that show before he shows up at the end or he gets a shown a picture of in the end. There was Fat Man Motors. There was the big guy. There was so many different references to this guy. And it's the Kingpin. And even mm -hmm. in the title, in the beginning, I guess it was at the end they showed the credits. It, but yeah. it says Vincent D'Onofrio. So yep. we've all been waiting for it. The Kingpin is back. He's been mm -hmm. reintroduced. He's not longer just a Netflix guy. He's in the MCU. Yeah, and that that's exciting. Uh, we don't we don't see him in person just yet. It's a frame, right? It's, it's a, a still picture, from yeah. uh, a, a security phone. camera. Yeah. Uh, but it it's definitely 
Kingpin, and he says, yeah, that's the guy I was worried about, Kingpin, and drops it so nonchalantly, and it just ends. And then it, it's followed by uh, the Grinch theme song, you know, You're a Mean One. Yeah. So that, uh, that's going to be a good final episode next week. They've got a lot to cram in. Yeah, that's the thing. This, this whole series, I mean, it has been a Hawkeye series, but this series has been so much more than that. It's been, uh, a, 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 like I said, a universe builder. Yeah, it's re reintroducing street level heroes. Mm -hmm. It's going to be from, from the cosmic level back down to this. Those and I, and characters I, from those Netflix, are always been my favorite. Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, not Iron Fist because yeah. that's not well, going to be brought back. Be It'll but be those are for sure. Those have always been my favorite heroes. Like even on the you know, Spider Man, Moon Knight, even on the DC side, like your uh, Batman. I've always loved like a street level person because, I mean. Who can really relate to like a Superman and stuff like that, or like an Eternals or you know, a Hulk? I mean, we all love those things and that, but come on, we all love uh, when someone is just human. Yeah, and like Kingpin is both of one of our favorite villains. Um, yeah, and, it's and not his, like his he's... first appearance is one of the most iconic comic book covers of of all time. And same Spider-Man No More. That <laughs> you see that. Uh, and uh, well, that itself is done a lot, but even that interior panel where the suit's sitting in the trash can. And we were lucky enough to get this ourselves uh, a couple months back. Oh, before. I found like more than a year ago, two years ago. No, it was in Ashley's store. You got it from Ashley. Okay, well, so that would be like almost a year ago then. No, he only opened up in like February. So there's ours. Nice 3.5. Um. Couldn't have been that long because I'm pretty sure that's Taz's old copy that was traded. It's been a long year, that but it hasn't been that long. That was I think it was both. Um, we're, we're argumentative today. Tired. Maybe, maybe it's just. I, I've been up since like three, and I don't know if I just was eager for the movie, but the dog was bugging me and stuff, so he's <laughs> still bugging me. So. so that's that. We're waiting for next episode. That mm -hmm. can't come fast enough. Oh, yeah. And before we start off, I will like to address the whole Spider-Man movie issue. Oh. So you might as well put that up first. Okay. Hold okay. On. So me and Tyler did go see the movie. And like we said last week, and we've been saying for a few weeks now, we will not mention any spoilers about this movie or even no. a talk about it or even address it or anything to at least after the new year. So that's only two more episodes anyway. So that gives everybody time to go see it. Um, I'm sure by the end of this weekend, most people probably will have seen it. If, if they not multiple it, times, they'll, but they'll probably be spoiled. Yeah, yeah. I, I was very surprised that there was no, um, like I didn't see any mention of any kind of spoilers at all today. No. We saw it um, at three o'clock this afternoon, but I know in some places they were showing it. Like, <coughs> pardon me, at noon. <coughs> so I was you no know, kind of You're staying off, off stuff. Yeah, I'm good as the dog here. But, uh, yeah, but I will say it was enjoyable. I think everybody should enjoy it. Um, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go out on the limb and say this is probably one of the best superhero movies, personally, of all time. Yeah, it's good. They, I've, they've done great. They yeah. brought all those franchises together. Um, they've done a good job. I'm really impressed with it. Really I will impressed say for the future of... Spider-Man. I will say, hopefully, whenever you do get a chance to see it, you're in the theater with a, a good crowd that gets, uh, you know, hyped up. 
because it's it's good to sit there and get yeah. pumped up with other stuff. Um, and don't go to the bathroom because you'll you'll miss everything. There's no good point to go to the bathroom, as uh, one gentleman found out in our theater. <laughs> I made it through. <laughs> I'm surprised you made it through, actually. Um, okay. So. Oh, okay, yeah. So, again, we mentioned that we're going to hopefully get a... We were mentioning we had a, a thing with Andrea Mute earlier this week. So we're going to try to get an interview with him, hopefully. That should be nice to see in the new year. Get an artist on the show and not just a, uh, a writer. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Uh, another thing that we announced this week is, uh, was it just this week? Yeah, it was on Monday it's, morning. It's been a week. Monday or Tuesday, yeah. We now are taking, uh, we are, uh, I guess yeah, saying that, we're taking submissions for uh, CBCS and for CGC slabs. So prices are on screen there, so if anybody has any questions about that, they can just contact us. And <coughs> We have had quite a few um, People contact us, uh, contact us about it already. Uh, we're going to be doing one a month, at least one a month. So if that's going to question. Starting in the new year. Starting in the new year. So probably yeah. in that first week of January, second week of January, we'll have send out uh, our first uh, submissions for this. For It's anybody who's in the Winnipeg or Manitoba area. I mean, anybody can send to us if they want, but it'll be best if you're in the Winnipeg or Manitoba area. Uh, you will give your books to us. We will send them away for you, and we will get them sent back to us, and then you'll get right to us to you again. So it's yeah. direct. It doesn't go from us to another place to another place. It goes direct from us to CGC or CBCS, yeah. and it'll come back right to us straight through. All the prices on the which you are posted there includes everything. So that includes your, your taxes and your shipping. Mm -hmm. um, it also says there, too, if you, if you do multiple books, you can get a discount. Um, the discount, uh, I'll just tell people it. So well, it's, now, it's case by case. It depends yeah. how many you're submitting. Right. But uh, it's a good discount. It can be up to you know, $1 or $2 per book, depending on what you submit. Um, and it, it's, uh, One thing I will mention today, too, is uh, I saw that CGC has made an announcement that just before we started the show that now anybody that's an authorized dealer or a member of CGC can have access to any of the Graders Notes. Mm -hmm. Which before you had to pay for, so yeah, it was that's like five kind of cool. American bucks or something. Which well, that seems was a bit ridiculous. That's for already, already paid for to create the book for individual, or yeah. or you could only look up your own books. Yeah, but now anybody can look at your books, and that's good too because when so many people buy slabs nowadays and they see a grade on it, they want to know, oh, do you know? Did you submit this? And do you know what the defects were? So that's, had it been pressed, yeah. and cleaned, and that's one thing that's not on there is the information if we're pressing books and right. we we will be it's an additional five dollars um it's not on that picture there because that's just the one for big country as a whole yeah um we will be offering pressing and it will be done through ashley and bobby at 204 comics yeah and if you and if you guys knowing that and if you already know ashley and bobby that and if you don't want to that's only if you don't want to do it yourself if you want to know do the pressing yourself you can get them to do it and then pass it along to us. We are just yeah. Uh, I believe it's the same the same price. It is the same price. Five dollars. So yeah. it's either you do it or you ask us to do yeah. it on your behalf. Yeah. We, either either way. We're just offering it um, to eliminate one step for people who yeah. want to do one no one kind of shop stop shopping type of thing. Um, we're not offering it for every book because some people have books pressed already or because mm -hmm. they do their own pressing or they want to 
you know, have their own pressers. So that's why it's not on there for every book. But if you do want that option, we can provide it for you. Mm -hmm. uh, and I guess one thing we should mention too is everyone's aware that CBCS and CGC, their wait times are long. I don't know what it is right now, uh, but, but I last do keep for... in mind that it probably won't be, you know, one or two months when no. sending stuff away. Uh, we have stuff back there from April still. So it's, it's six months plus in some cases. The What they said when I checked yesterday, the uh, submission is 132 days, uh, business days. Once so it's in their system. Once in their system. So it could be sitting <clears throat> there about for six even months. longer. Yeah. But there are some options there that do speed ups faster, like the... There's the fast track. There's and fast track and a walkthrough and stuff. So yeah. that's a little bit... But I mean, that ends up I costing... I think walkthroughs off. only offered for books over a certain value. You're paying a percentage. Uh, Avengers, yeah. ASM1. But you're paying you're paying way more for that, so... Oh, for sure. Yeah. But when you have a book like that, are you really going to want to send away your first Spider-Man and wait six months? Or are you going to want no. it back in a you know two-week yeah. turnaround? That's totally different, Yeah. Yeah. But we're talking like if you're sending out you no know, last month's issue of Batman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're not gonna be wasting your time there. Um I don't know what else is we didn't have a whole lot of books this week. Um like we said, it wasn't a incredibly busy week for books. No. They were all pretty decent. And I think next week is actually pretty slow for books. Um, and that's one thing we should mention is with next week being, uh, Christmas well, I think the 23rd it is, yeah. is the Thursday when we normally do the show. Um, I, we're, we won't be doing a show next week, but maybe we'll pre-record something. Maybe we'll have the end of the review thing. That's what I was thinking is maybe we'll have that end of the year review and just have that to go live around the same time as what, uh, is yeah. eight o'clock. Well, we can just post it whenever. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Um, I know, but we'll someone be, is gonna miss us very much. We'll be back yep, in. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in two weeks, though. Like we'll do one right before the uh, New Year's. Yeah, let's see. I haven't looked that far ahead. Well, that'll be the thirtieth. Oh yeah, the thirtieth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. So we should be back the thirtieth. Mm -hmm. I would imagine, anyway. Yeah, there'll definitely be some books. We'll, we'll cover next week's books and that week's books all together. Because I'm sure that, like I said, there will only be a few books. You know, there won't be a lot. Yeah. Cool. And like I said, next week we'll we'll for sure do that. Now next week we'll have the year in review. Our first year in review. Not even not even a full year. No. What? Eight months. Eight months. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Eight months, man. It's been a long eight months. I um I posted a picture on my Instagram today. I have uh, an Alexa that looks like a little clock. Mm -hmm. And it said to me, on this day, uh, it's the two-year anniversary of COVID being found or being announced found in mm -hmm. China. And I was like, well, that's a great thing to wake up to. That's been a long two years. <laughs> a year ago, I wasn't even working. I was off, labor off lockdown. Yeah, a year ago, I wasn't even working. <clears throat> two years ago, I wasn't working either, I guess. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All righty. We will uh, see everyone mm two-ish weeks well, well you'll see us next week we yep. won't see you so uh, everybody enjoy your spider-man fixes yeah happy holidays merry christmas and uh we'll see you around bye guys